Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international best-selling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become Mentally Stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Five frightening virtual kidnappings for ransom. Nowadays, there are hundreds of scams one could fall for. Modern technology allows criminals to target far more people than ever before and get away without facing any consequences. Virtual kidnapping ransom scams are where the criminal reaches out to their victims and pretends to have kidnapped one of their loved ones. It can be extremely disheartening and dangerous for all involved. These are five frightening virtual kidnappings for ransom. Number five. Lita Rodriguez. It was around noon on August 18, 2020, when Lita Rodriguez, a Colombian immigrant, received a phone call from a number she didn't recognize. When she picked up the phone, she was shocked to hear a young woman crying for help. Mommy, the person on the line shouted, something terrible happened to me. The woman in distress was then interrupted by a man who said that he was a member of a gang from Sinaloa, Mexico. He told Mrs. Rodriguez that he and his cohorts were dealing with weapons and drugs when her daughter began screaming, prompting the police to go after them. Her daughter's meddling cost them $30,000 in damages, so they kidnapped her. This man threatened to murder Mrs. Rodriguez's daughter if she didn't send them cash as soon as possible. As any mother would in that situation, 
The 71-year-old agreed to give whatever the fake kidnappers demanded for her daughter's freedom. In later interviews, Rodriguez said that the woman's voice was so similar to her daughter Vicky's, that's why she didn't doubt what the caller was telling her. The scammers kept Rodriguez on the line for as long as possible, so that she wouldn't realize that everything they were saying was a sham. Mrs. Rodriguez was told to drop off a total of $2,000 to a money remittance center in Long Beach, which she quickly did. And just like that, the scammers disappeared. That was after the transaction was made. Lita called her children to find out their whereabouts. This was when the mother realized that none of them were abducted nor harmed. But it was too late. She had already sent all her money as well as her entire savings to the scammers. It was a huge shock to her. She ultimately suffered a heart attack and was hospitalized for days shortly after. She has since been released from the hospital, but not from the financial devastation. Meanwhile, the incident was forwarded to Long Beach police, who already conducted an investigation. But the scammers are still at large, and who knows who their next victim might be. Number 4. Joseph and Maggie Baker Another victim of these rising extortion schemes were Joseph and Maggie Baker, a couple from Charlotte, North Carolina. On an afternoon in April of 2019, the 61-year-old father got a call. Flashing on his smartphone's display was his son's number. Without giving it much thought, he picked up the phone not knowing that this was the start of a long and torturous ordeal. The call was as authentic as it gets. The person on the other line happened to know the personal details of the Baker family, including the address of their residence. Shaken and rattled over what they were hearing, the elderly couple had no reason to disregard the call. That's why when the man on the line told them he had kidnapped their son Jake, the couple was horrified. As the scam goes, the caller threatened to kill Jake if the couple did not comply. He also told them that if they called the police, they would never see Jake alive again. Transferring money without a trace can be tricky, but the scammer had it all planned out. He ordered the couple to drive around town, purchase two prepaid debit bank cards worth $750 each, and relay the card number information over to him. He then ordered them to destroy all of the evidence. The scammer had the couple on the line throughout the entire ordeal. The moment he put down the phone, Joseph immediately called the Charlotte PD. Responders rushed to Jake's house, but to everyone's surprise, Jake was at home, confused but unharmed. Only then did they realize it had all been a scam. Investigations were made, but the Baker virtual kidnap for ransom case was eventually shelved. As usual, it was impossible for authorities to find more viable leads that could lead them to the suspect. Number 3. Mark and Rachel Walker The story of Mark Walker, a private investigator by profession, shows that virtual kidnapping ransom scams, or VKRS, is a scam that's for everyone, not just old and undiscerning individuals. 
Private investigators are exceptional when it comes to details and clues. They can easily spot scams and fraudulence from a mile away. However, modern VKRS scams are so realistic, not even this investigator from Noblesville, Indiana could sniff it out immediately. In March of 2019, the 57-year-old received an incoming call from his daughter, Rachel. As soon as he pressed the answer button, he was greeted by the voice of a neurotic man who shouted demands for cash. He told Mr. Walker that he had Rachel in captivity and would only free her after he received the money. The call startled Walker. The sudden barrage of information completely disoriented him. He remembered that Rachel was on her way to school to pick up her own children, and a flurry of thoughts went through his mind. He wondered if something could have happened along the way. While Mark was thinking through this, the man kept on ranting and screaming his demands. He wanted Walker to go to the Walmart and send a moneygram of $1,000. If he failed to do so, or if he called the police, the supposed kidnapper threatened to end Rachel's life. Around the same time, Walker's son Eli got a similar phone call. Showing up on his phone screen was his father's number. He answered right away only to be yelled at by the caller who was obviously not his dad. This caller claimed that he had kidnapped Mark Walker. He also threatened to blow Mark's head off if Eli didn't do exactly as he said. In the midst of the confusion, Mark suddenly realized something. The man on the line never identified Rachel as his daughter, he just kept blurting out the woman's name. When Mark asked for proof of life, the fake kidnapper wouldn't respond to the request. Mark was beginning to put the puzzle together. He soon realized that, while $1,000 is a large amount of money, it was not nearly as much as other ransoms. In his mind, no one would kidnap someone for only $1,000. These red flags prompted Mark to ask his wife to call their daughter from another number, and just as he suspected, Rachel answered their call. It was a huge relief for everyone. Meanwhile, Eli also got a funny feeling about the kidnapper's call. He decided to ring his father as well and discovered that Mark was never kidnapped at all. The walkers forwarded the matter to the authorities. It turns out they were victims of spoofing a technique used by virtual scammers where they falsify a caller ID. This way, the scammer can pretend to be calling their victim from a loved one's phone, making the scam appear all that much more authentic. Number 2. Tracy and Maddie Holzer In the afternoon of March 22, 2016, Tracy Holzer was driving her car to a writer's group meeting in a suburb of Los Angeles, California. Suddenly, she got an incoming call on her phone. Flashing on the screen was a number she didn't recognize. Without a curiosity, she accepted the call, a decision she would soon regret. On the call, she heard the voice of a young girl who seemed to be hysterical and panicking. She was crying and screaming, which sent shivers down Tracy's spine. The girl on the phone cried for mommy to help her. She said that someone had grabbed her, put her into a van, and that she had no idea where she was. The distressing call hit Tracy like a truck. Holzer, 
who is a children's book author, happened to have a 14-year-old daughter named Maddie left at home. As many mothers would, Tracy completely freaked out, not thinking twice about whether the girl on the phone was really her daughter or not. She became even more horrified when a man with a gruffy voice interrupted. The mysterious man barked his orders, telling the distraught 48-year-old mother to withdraw money from her bank and transfer it into his bank account immediately. The caller threatened that if she or her companion would contact anyone, especially the authorities, he would know and would end Maddie's life. The man even said he would send Maddie's body punch to the victim if she did not comply. What happened next was a long and horrifying ordeal. Not having the capacity to think straight, Holzer gave in to the demands of the virtual kidnapper. She made three separate bank transfers amounting to over $3,000. The moment the transfers were made, the call ended. Only then did Tracy actually look for her daughter and realize that she had been tricked. The whole time, Maddie was at a youth group far away from danger. The case was reported to the authorities. However, all they could do was warn people to protect themselves against the growing number of VKRS cases. Number 1. Missing Chinese Student in Australia In September of 2020, news broke out in New South Wales about the supposed kidnapping of a Chinese international high school student. What makes this particular case so interesting and baffling is exactly how it was done. It wasn't just another VKR scam, but was far more frightening than any of the others. Like the scam goes, this case began with a phone call. The target was an 18-year-old female international student from China, who we shall call Ying in this video. The fraudsters introduced themselves as Chinese authorities. They told Ying that they were conducting an investigation that she was involved in and that she had to go into hiding for her safety. Meanwhile, the same group of scammers called another individual, a 22-year-old man who had no connection to Ying. The man, who we should call Oliver, was connected into believing that the Chinese government needed his help in an international case. They convinced the unsuspecting man that he must take a certain female high school student into witness protection. In other words, Oliver needed to provide shelter to a stranger at his own apartment. And so it happened. Ying arranged a meeting with Oliver near the Sydney fish market. They then both went to the fake safe house around the Chasswood area of Sydney, Australia. The two people, who were total strangers to each other, spent eight days together at that apartment. When she was in supposed hiding, Yang was in constant communication with the fake Chinese police. No one knows exactly how the con men did it, but they were able to convince the grade 12 student to take photos and videos of herself as if she was being illegally detained. In one of the images recovered, Ying can be seen sitting on a mattress with her hands and feet bound with rope. They were sent to her parents back in China via the social media app WeChat, as you can guess, Ying's parents were horrified when they received them. 
Police records indicate that Yang's parents transferred an astounding $213,000 into an offshore bank account located in the Bahamas. The huge amount of money was supposed to be the payment to secure her release. Meanwhile, Oliver was oblivious to all of this. A few days later, Ying's friends reported her missing to the authorities and an investigation was made. Fortunately, New South Wales police were able to track down the missing person via her mobile phone. On September 15th, authorities found her with Oliver, who was in shock when he learned what was actually happening. There were eight similar virtual kidnapping incidents that the New South Wales police had to deal with in 2020. Based on the data gathered, these scammers target young Chinese adults, including international students who are not in contact with their relatives. Using this method, criminals were able to obtain more than $3 million in ransom payments. So there were five frightening virtual kidnappings for ransom. Virtual kidnappings for ransom are a real thing. It can happen to anyone, no matter where you are in the world. Let these tragic scam stories be a cautionary tale for us to be wary and be safe from these extortion schemes. If you enjoyed this video, then please subscribe and hit the notification bell. We have new videos coming out every single week for you guys to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.